The Kazari was telling us about the purpose of the Nefesh. Last time we spoke about the creativity of a human being, the ability to use that as information to develop new. Now we go to another aspect which, once again, we'll let's read first the uh, Kazari in his language how he describes it. And then after that, Hashem, we'll maybe just translate it into the terminology we would use today to talk about the same idea. So it says that even though even though it seems that there's a time factor in how a person thinks how a person puts together information we call the ilan machshava so there's a time factor involved in that um, stage by stage the way a person understands isn't time based but the seichel is something which is not attached to, to time. Uh, page of in the sprint. So the seichel that is like this. What's the dinner? What's it that uh, some for things to take place sequentially in the physical world? So there's a certain amount of time each stage takes. Whereas if you're talking about for a person to develop an idea intellectually, so there's no time factor. In other words, it's a, it's a process of logical steps, not necessarily a time-related process. And the interesting thing, that when we come and talk about how Hashem creates the world, that first this happened, then this happened, then this happened, a stage-by-stage stage explanation, there's no time. Before we get to the first day of creation, when Hashem creates time, so you can't really say one thing happened before the other because there wasn't a factor full time. And if that's the case, so how, in what order did things happen? And the answer is in the logical sequence. Because I should build things step by step as one thing led to the next. But it's not really a factor of how long it took. It didn't take time because there wasn't a factor of it. That's the same thing over here. The, the, uh, the, the ability of the cycle to connect point to point to point is not necessarily time based. It's a progression of stages. Okay, that's start. Now they get the main point he wants to get to. As he says, A person can utilize his man one of two ways. And that is, one is what Matthew works with the uh, knowledge a person has. And if that's the case, the person is, let's say, using his mind to understand something abstract, something conceptual. So then we say a person can use his mind to understand concepts, to understand ideas. And when a person is using his mind to work with how his body works, then we say he uses his mind practically. Uh, the first of all, also talks about this. And he says, if we talk about the different fields that a person can apply his mind to, some of them are practical. I think, how am I going to make that building stand? How am I going to stop this river? How am I going to catch that fruit from the tree? It's, it's thinking practically to have a practical uh, answer and to give me something in a physical sense. And uh, the, the development of lots of different forms of science were to deal with a practical side of the world. Just like it's medicine, how you cure a certain illness, or engineering, or whatever other sciences or fields of knowledge are meant to be used to provide a practical outcome, he calls the Seichel Masi, which means that I'm trying to think of in terms of how to put it to use, how to, how to use it in the world. Whereas there's those Chachmas which are intellectual, 
maybe philosophical, uh, abstract, and they don't have a physical uh, uh, endpoint of what I'm going to do with it. That's what he calls seichel. That's what he calls a seichel yuni. The Torah has both. There's a chalik of Torah which is practical, which means you have to think how to implement the mitzvahs and what we do. So a lot of the Torah discusses practically how you're going to build a mezuzah and various kinds of doors, and how you're going to build an eruv, how you're going to make a mikvah. These are all practical things, and the Torah deals with the practical. Or how you're going to check it out on the discussion. The halacha deals with the interface between the Torah and its application to the world. And therefore the person who's uh, his forte, his area of Torah is halacha, is a person who has much more seichel ma'isi, which means you can apply the concept to the mitzvahs and work out how to do it. How to, how, to, how to make it happen. Whereas the Chalik of Torah, which is much more uh, abstract, much more conceptual, what he calls the Seichel uni of Torah, and you see people that they're also, they're, they're much more profound thinkers that they can deal with concepts and ideas without practical necessarily uh, result of that. Those are two, two different aspects, like ways that a person's mind can, can work. No. The square of the person to speak, there are certain people, which won't have any more, but there were, there were certain people, let's say, that they were able, that their seichel would bring them to a stage of connecting to what we call the seichel atari, which we're going to talk about what that means, and that is, in other words, there's a third aspect of how a person can apply their mind, not so prevalent today, maybe not at all, and that is, a person can connect what he calls the seichel akali, which means the seichel akali, the general seichel. In other words, a higher level of intelligence than his own, which means a And then rather than having to figure things out, there's the ability of a person's mind to connect somewhere to Kodesh Baruch which is the Kodesh prophecy when a person is able to, to get to that stage and that's a different way that a person can utilize their mind and I just explain this idea you don't have to go to the extent of your knowledge and only then connect to different. you go directly to Hashem I'm not going to go directly but it's a different focus there's not a focus on you on, on understanding things on a deeper level it's a focus on using the cycle to connect to so to speak Ruchnis uh, and then imagine that it's a one, once a person's circle connects to a certain Rukhni source, then he's able to connect, uh, co- communicate with the Lord, he's able to communicate with Hashem on the lower level, what he isn't in the world, what he calls Rukh HaKadosh. And this is an interesting point. The way that that was done, like we learned in the Rambam, wasn't necessarily by Terebiyah, wasn't necessarily by uh, delving deeper into understanding context in Torah, just like it wasn't necessarily by applying halakha to the practical world. It was a different field. When I'm talking about Rasa, he spoke about a, a developed a certain area of the nefesh, which is why it had to come with simchan, it had to come with a certain dvekus, developed an area of, connect, of, of the person's cycle, which would connect to a spiritual, so to speak, level. And we made it, a person like that would, when it was available, would merit the book. Type of person? No, it's, a ta- it's an application of the cycle. So if you're going to say it like that, then maybe the people have more ability to connect to a spiritual reality. 
but it's not the, the way it's done isn't through the same means as a person is going to apply to the practical world, the physical world, or the same way that a person is going to learn a sugya and understand the view. There's, there's another there's another way that the seichel can work, which like I said today doesn't maybe uh, it's not so practical. You don't have the book, but the nice that was the way that the seichel came to the book. There's a big part of our brain it's not a part of our brain, it's a part of our seichel. There is a certain dimension of the seichel which we can use, we can use, but it's not going to get us to the book. And that's what he calls particular skulosis as kedusha. That's the ability to connect to kedusha, particular rachel kodesh. What's higher? Uh, what's higher? Let's before I ask what's higher, I understand a little bit what this means. Because we don't have the word today, but there is a part of rachel kodesh. This is the Shalim. starts from the beginning of Torah, and he lands up with uh, the eventual level of Kedusha, which we call the particular Skulosis as Kedusha, and the Kedusha, maybe the Rechel Kedush, which is what it says, the particular Rechel Kedush. Now, the process of Moses Shalim isn't the process of Eon. If a person is learning at the Sugya of Moses Shalim, he's trying to understand it in depth, he's not going to bring it to Kedusha. The, the, the learning of Mesut Sharim, which can bring a person to Kedusha, is, and I'm going to use my own words to explain it, like I said, he just says it as a third kind of seichel, but I would, have told, I would, I would uh, define it as uh, the seichel which can identify a certain level of Ruchnius and shape the person's way of thinking that he connects better. And therefore, like we spoke about, the avoidance of Musa isn't just what to do. The word of Musa isn't halakhabal. Do this, do this, do this. You have to be careful of this, you have to be more careful about that, you have to work harder on this, you have to avoid this, and you have to do that. That's making Musa into halakhabal, it's not going to work. Like we said, it's not. It's showing value lots of times. The avoid of Musa is understanding a certain level, and now lining myself up with that level. So the first point of any level of Musa has to be to understand the level. And the more I understand the level, now I can try and uh, align myself with the understanding I have. What are we going to call that? It's not something practical. It's not something abstract. It's a certain sense of reality. Which means that now that I'm aware that this, area, this level, this area exists, now that I'm aware that this level, this area exists, now I'm trying to line myself up with that level. And therefore, when a person is aware of this entire called a precious, let's say, that, and now I understand what precious means, so now I have to use a part of my mind to, so to speak, to focus on how am I going to connect to that level. And then after the Chassidus or Tyre or whatever that was going to be. And then again, it's a process of uh, understanding something which I can then utilize my mind to think how I'm going to how I'm going to bring myself to to to, to, to that stage. Darkic, yes. Uh, which is uh, which is what uh, Mr. says over to is a dark of the And the dark of is always an understanding. It's not a list of instructions what to do. It's also to, or what a person is meant to understand, to implement, to bring to that state. Now, that, that focus of the cycle isn't, like I said, a cycle maisi or we call it cycle behemi, because it's not working with my body necessarily. It's also not something which is working on abstract level. Rather, it's, it's working on uh, developing myself to a certain level, and that's the process which eventually will bring a person to Kedusha, or when it was practical, to the book. Because the level, and the Ram says, in, the level of a Navi isn't how much he understands. 
The level of a Navi is the spiritual level he's on. And the way to bring oneself to a high spiritual level is firstly to understand the high spiritual level and then see how can, how can I can align myself with the level I just understood. That's, a, and that, that's what raises the person's level. That's a different aspect of a person's mind. So the person could be a Kaddish, he could be an Amaris? Um, or not a Lamdan? Not a Lamdan. You can't be an Amaris, that's another term. The Amaris fossil. So he doesn't know what to do, he won't do it. He doesn't have to be a Lamdan. He doesn't have to be a Lamdan. And this is something which, again, it, 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 there was an element of uh, someone who could be in that potentially on the level of a higher level of Ruchnius, even without uh, the cycle which can delve deep into that. Uh, just as an example. Why do we always say, like, why, do, why are we always focused so much on becoming a bigger and bigger land? Maybe we should be becoming bigger should and bigger. Be there's the aspect of limited terror, and the more we know, and the better we know, and the deeper we know, so the more we understand the terror. And at the same time, there's the element of how much we raising our level, and that's a different part of the merciful, and that is how much we focus on, uh, so to speak, elevating ourselves spiritually. And you don't use one for the other? So why do we spend only half an hour with Sustainer and 10 hours on, 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 on Mumbus? Maybe we should spend 6 hours on Sustainer. Six hours a month. Okay, so you're asking a good question. The answer to the question is not that we first have to be an Amdani and afterwards we can learn Muslim, because that would be the case, then uh, Godel and Znati should be learning Muslim most of the day, but hopefully he's an Amdani by now. Cozy. Hopefully by now he is an Amdani, so now that he got there, now he should spend at least half the three thousand, which is going after the learning Muslim. So the answer isn't that we need to learn first in order to become a Balmusa afterwards, because when you ever getting there. I don't know, the answer is something else. And the answer is that it needs less time. It needs less time because it's something which take which a person has to develop. So Abimela, the just like if I would read is this a shara in two days, cover to cover, I'm not gonna end up being a goddess from it. I have to get to a stage and I bring myself to that stage. And I get to the next stage, I bring myself to that stage, and it's a process which takes time. So I need a certain uh, just like the Bible always said that if a person is working on developing themselves, it's, it's a process which he has to give himself the time he gets to the next step before he goes on. If you're going to go too fast, then he's not keeping up with what he knows, and then he's making a bigger and bigger gap between uh, what he's holding and what he thinks he's holding, and that's, the, that, that's what's going to guarantee he's going to fall. Whereas when a person wants to pull himself, it's a certain step, and now I have to align myself with that new level of understanding before I go to the next step. And for example, the Masara we had from Revolver, as far as I understand, the Yerachim came from the Alta. In other words, the Kel Maharach of Musa was a piece of Adi. And once a week, or once every two weeks, so they discussed a new point, and then they gave everybody a week or two weeks, whatever it was, to work on that point. If it was going to be a daily thing, the whole Seder, then you're not giving yourself a chance to, to identify and to line up with the level you just learned. Process, so process it and has to elevate the person to get to that point. And the Bible said very often if at the end of the week or two weeks people feel they weren't healthy, they weren't there yet. So you try another week, another two weeks, because it's a process which a person is still and you manage. So then it's not going to be something which spending more time is necessarily going to speed it up. It's rather it's it's giving the person opportunity to develop it, which is going to build it. So now, you're going to ask, so what's more important? 
what's more important? So it's, it, there's two sides to the question. There's two sides to the question. Uh, because on the one hand, uh, our job is chiyuv is the and the more we can learn, and the deeper we can learn, so then we, we, we're more connected to prayer. We're coming back to the chiyuv in the We don't have a chiyuv to become a novi, but we do have a chiyuv to perfect to to be some kedushim, to perfect ourselves, to work on ourselves as well. And therefore, there's a there's a let's say a more immediate need to enter that's the Kima Brief. There's also a, a, a heal that a person has or whatever manner journey is going to be that a person has to develop. So but like we said, that's not something Hashem created a person to spend his whole day doing because it's not going to work. It's not something which is going to happen if a person does it the whole day. And as soon as the Sharim, if you're talking about this, is Muhammad says right in the beginning. But he talks about the people who spent the whole day doing Musa. And he says that the that people think that the only people doing Musa are Amirati. And they said it's not Tayyip, not for the Chacham, not for the Amirati. So he explains that it's not Tayyip for the Chacham. Because they're not learning any Musa, they think it's a waste of time. And it's not Tayyip for the Amirati either. Which means even the people who aren't spending the whole day doing Musa, he says they're not getting the Musa, they're not achieving it. And the reason for that is, is because it's a certain lack of understanding to think that I can read about the level and now I think I'm holding by that level. And then it, it brings me to a certain false reality, uh, of where I am. And the real must has to be that I learn about the level and then I stop. And I wait till I get there. And I work on how I'm going to get there. And I learn up myself what the level I'm trying to get to. And only then do I go to the next step. Now, if that's the case, why is it a must say it every day? So it should be once, however it's going to be. And I'm ready for the next installment. And the answer is, and that is that. We said this before in a different context. People don't know how to learn Musa. People don't know how to learn Musa. They think that learning Musa is like learning Musa after. So I'll do a daf a day and I'll finish the cipher. And that's not the point. And the point of Musa is to mechazak when I'm working on. And therefore, like I said, with the Mishraim, I said, I'll learn Musa. They could spend weeks and weeks and weeks in the same place. Because if that's what they feel that they're working on, so the Musa is the daily chizuk to, to motivate me or to encourage me to to whatever the point is I'm trying to achieve to, to, to help drive it home, to help make it more real. There's a famous story of one of Israel's Talmudim who wants to accompany him on a trip. And he said that the night he went to bed, and at least he tended to go to bed, and Israel, thinking he was sleeping, sat down to the Muslim. And he promised the whole night long. He sat down on the table and repeated the passage. But he went up that pasuk for eight hours straight, the whole night. Now, what was he doing? Not that he was thinking of new pshatim really each time, but rather he was trying to strengthen on whatever point it was that he was trying to work at the time. And then the point of Musa is to mechazek that point. And uh, that's the chiddush. Because we said the chiddush of Musa isn't just to understand something, it's to align myself with it. There are different methods how to do that. One of the methods is, uh, what Yishra himself talks about, and that is, the koyach of repetition. In other words, the person says again and again and again and again, it makes it more real by him. And therefore, the, the more a person focuses, thinks about it, repeats it again and again and again and again, the more it becomes something which he, which uh, becomes part of the way he thinks, becomes part of the way he identifies. So that's why this is the, Musa, as such, is not meant to be a replacement for Torah, because it's not meant to be massive information, it's not using that part of the mind. Musa is meant to be the way that a person tries to, what he calls here, the 
level which the part of the man which can elevate the person, and the part of the man which can elevate the person which brings him to Chakodesh or Kedusha, whatever it's going to be. There's another point here also, and that is that, that if we talk about the difference between these three things, like I said, I want to say it in my words because you know, I think that's what the Kuzari means, it doesn't take you to the next step. And that is the Seichel Habaisi, what he called beforehand, applies to my body. I have to know how to use my body. So if I want to think, how am I going to uh, get to, how am I going to build an area? I have to think what I can do. I can tie a pole, I can tie the strings, I can organize it. I have to, it's a cycle which thinks about what my body can do and how I can use it to do what I want to do. So it's really the cycle which is aware of the body. Or anything else. If I want to, just like you wanted to think, um, how I was going to prepare a Shabbos meal, so it's the same idea, practically. What, what can I do? How do I do it? What ingredients do I need? What does it taste like? It's a cycle which is very involved in how the body works, and I use it for mitzvahs. The cycle of Torah is a cycle which is completely abstract. And I can just sit and think about an idea and a concept and develop it and understand it better. It doesn't need anything else. The cycle which we're talking about now is, the, in our words, the cycle which runs the Ruch. Because a level has to develop my personality. And a high level has to involve my identity. You can't just think about a level. It has to, you have to bring yourself to that level, which means the cycle of what he calls here, I want to call it the cycle of Musa, or he calls it the cycle of Rafa Kodesh, is the cycle which works with a person's personality. So don't try, I don't need to do that. So don't try to focus on my mind. But to change myself, so I have to learn myself. And I have to then think what's going to help me appreciate this, what I need to overcome to get there. How do I influence myself to feel more in line with that idea? It's the cycle which is the appreciation of and the connection to the emotional side of a person. And then that's what has to be utilized in order to develop that side of a person. And that's why part of Musa is all the matters of the earnest, whether it's developing my Yerushalayim or my Abbas Hashem or my Dveikus, whatever level it's going to be, my feeling of Abdus, my feeling of commitment, those are all feelings. Those are all parts centered in the person's ruh, which is centered in the person's emotions. And it's a cycle which can run emotion. It can deal with the emotion. I can think, why am I not feeling the way I should be feeling? Why how do I change that feeling? And that that's the axiom what uh, what changes in a person with develops him. We talk about Jesus, we talk about Yeras Hashem, we talk about the feeling of precious. All these things the axiom at the end of the day center on uh, the a person's a person's feeling, a person's way of dealing with something, a person's uh, identity. And that, that's the cycle which can, which can shift or shape now the way a person identifies, the way a person understands. And it's a different kind of cycle. Because that can bring a person to a different level, as opposed to just, uh, just, I'd say, but as opposed to a cycle which just focus, focuses on the mind, so then it has nothing to do with how the person feels. On the contrary, when a person's learning Torah, he's meant to separate his thoughts from his emotions. Like you always say. Uh, emotions uh, corrupt a person's logic. And therefore, a person in Torah has to be completely logical, completely dispassionate, completely objective. Whereas a person learning Musa exactly the other way around. That's a cycle which needs to access the emotions, and needs to work with them, and needs to build them, and needs to develop them, because that's the, that's the part of the person which is coming to which is coming to refine or is coming to elevate. So those are the three levels of the cycle. The cycle which can be utilized in the service of the body, the cycle which can be utilized as something which just refines and develops the mind and is completely disconnected from anything else, and the cycle which can be used to, uh, to stimulate or, or, or let's say refine 
or elevate a person's identity, a person's emotions.